Welcome to How to Pretend to Like Sports. I'm Monica Woodhams, former D1 cheerleader, well, just my first year in college, who is still game day obsessed. Even when friends joked I was just pretending to like sports, I've always loved the community and excitement that comes with going to games. And let's be real, I love picking out a game day outfit. Join me each week as I share current events, conversation starters, and Obvi discuss the latest outfits that the F1 girlfriends are wearing. I'm giving you everything you need to know, no binge watching required. Hello, hello. Welcome back to How to Pretend to Like Sports. I'm your host, Monica Woodhams, and it is the week of Thanksgiving 2022. We are here. So what are we covering today? We are covering the Max and Checo drama. Remember last week we were talking about how the two Red Bull drivers were kind of getting into it. So there's some drama and it involves Max's mom. Um, We are going to be talking about my initial thoughts on the World Cup. It has officially started and lots of things have already been happening. TCU's game last week, they went into emergency mode. So we'll talk about what that meant and the top news that you need, of course. And we'll also get into uh, letting you know which NFL games are happening on Thursday because you are bound to somehow stumble across them at some point if you are hanging out with your family on Thanksgiving. Okay, so the Max and Checo drama. If you missed last week's episode, so what happened was the second to last race, it was the Brazil race. Max had the opportunity to let Checo pass him so that Checo could get more points. Max was like, nah, he can stay back. And Red Bull was frustrated because they were, they're both on the same team. So he was, so Red Bull was like, please just let him pass you. And Max was just like, absolutely not. I've told you how I stand, where I stand on this. It's a hard no. So after the fact, when they interviewed Checo, he basically was like, well, that just shows who Max really is. So then, of course, since then it come, becomes kind of like a, we're going to talk about each person's character, Max's mom got on Instagram and commented about Checo's character and how he allegedly cheated on his wife in Monaco earlier this past summer. So while that is allegedly, there were photos that surfaced of him dancing a lot with someone who was not his wife. And the pictures were telling enough that he had to issue a public apology to his family. So, I mean take what you want with that. But Max's mom did end up deleting her comment. But yeah, the New York Post was all over that. No shocker there. Initial thoughts on the World Cup. My initial thoughts are probably different than everyone else's initial thoughts, where the first thing I think of when I hear everyone talking about the World Cup, you know, they're talking about how Ronaldo is playing how Messi is playing. And I'm over here like, I feel like I've been hearing these names since the beginning of time. Like 
these are just soccer players that I feel like have always existed in my brain. And I'm like, how old are they that this, I feel like they're still the only soccer players I hear about. So I had to look it up and Ronaldo is 37 and Messi is 35. I'm 32. And I, if you told me to go run on a soccer field, I would just stare at you. And I played soccer more than half my life. Played from kindergarten to 17. And the reason why I feel like I, like, my bones hurt just thinking about it is because soccer is what did a number on me. Like, my knee pain, see, now I sound like an old lady, but I was already going to physical therapy when I was in high school for my knees because of soccer, which I think there is like a whole thing where soccer does affect women's knees differently than men. And that's why in high school, girls were constantly having their ACLs torn. But anyway, like, here's the thing. I played a sport in college. I played sports my whole life growing up. I've run three, four half marathons. But the thought of doing anything like that now, just like it hurts. Like my knees hurt. Everything hurts. So I'm just like, wow, to be 37. And I guess this is like the whole Tom Brady thing, right? Where like he's just taken pristine care of his body so that he can be performing at the level that he's performing at. And of course, these guys are doing the same, right? They are not doing what I'm doing and I'm not doing what they're doing. So you can't compare But that is just where my mind goes. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I literally can't imagine playing like a sport at the highest level right now at all. Blows my mind. So speaking of Ronaldo, he literally, right as I was about to record this podcast, I saw that he's leaving Manchester as of immediately, I think. And that's the soccer team he's playing for right now. And then Messi was also in the news because Argentina just lost to Saudi Arabia, which was a huge upset. And Argentina has been ranked three in the world. They were expected to do really well, if not win. So this was a really huge upset, especially because it was against Saudi Arabia, which feels really random. But I don't know. Maybe Saudi Arabia is the next next team. Big team to watch. I don't know. We will see. But that that's got to be a brutal, brutal loss. Okay, so the other stuff with the World Cup, last week I was kind of talking about how FIFA can be a little corrupt. They're kind of always kind of siding with the bad guy, it seems like sometimes, kind of like the Olympic Committee. And this trend continues. So Belgium had the word love written inside the jersey. Like, not outside. It was inside the jersey, so you could only see it if you knew it was there or you turned the jersey inside out. And FIFA said that they had to remove it immediately. Like, they were not allowed to play in their game if that was on the jersey. Like, absolutely nuts. Like, they're trying so hard, so, so hard not to offend the host country which is a Middle Eastern country that doesn't believe in equal humanitarian rights. Like the word love, wild, wild to me. Like 
as far as a political statement goes on a stance, I feel like just writing the word love like is as minimal and least offensive to anyone that you could possibly get. And then England, Wales, Belgium, Denmark, Germany, and the Netherlands, they had to abandon plans to wear one love armbands because, again, FIFA was pressuring them not to because, you know, we got, we can't offend anyone who believes in discrimination. Like, absolutely, absolutely nuts. So, TCU's emergency mode. What happened here? So, TCU was playing Baylor over the weekend, and things were not looking good for TCU. I was getting really nervous. I was watching it on TV and seeing way too happy of Baylor fans. And towards the, like, last five minutes of the game, I would say, TCU was down. And I was just like, this is over. This is how... This is how it ends. We are no longer going to be undefeated. Fine. But what's even more painful is that it's a loss to Baylor. And then they were panning to the Baylor fans. And I was just like getting so, oh, so frustrated. For extra context, my ex-boyfriend went to Baylor. So like just, oh, it was just like an extra added like ick. And so it was just like, this is done. I can't even watch. So then TCU, so it's like two minutes left in the game, and I'm really like, this is done. Just accept the fate. It's done. I'm not going to stress about it because it is what it is. And then all of a sudden, TCU gets the ball back, and there are literally 11 seconds left in the game, which was just the exact amount of time that they needed to kick a field goal. Like, the timing was perfection, best-case scenario. Literally, there was time for the ball to come out of the center's hands for them to set the ball down to be kicked and the kicker to kick it without it getting to zero seconds left. So I think he kicked it literally, like, from the one to zero second mark. And it went in, and absolutely nuts, and TCU won wild truly wild super exciting and now i just i really hope that they can make it to a playoff game i did go ahead and reserve a hotel in arizona just in case because it's new year's eve so i'm like people are already going to arizona for new year's eve if they live somewhere cold and so i was like might as well i'll i'll be really annoyed with myself if they go play in Arizona and there's no hotels left. I would just be kicking myself, but it's non-refundable, all that jazz. So hopefully I don't jinx it by doing that. Okay, let's go into the top news you need. The 2023 season of Formula One will welcome its first American driver, Logan Sargent, He will be driving for Williams in place of Nicholas Latifi. No surprise there. Um, In addition to the announcement of Logan entering F1, last weekend was Sebastian Vettel's last race as he retired from F1. 
It was also Daniel Ricciardo's last race as a starter for Formula One, but he will be back for Red Bull as a backup. Tennessee had an incredible season going into last weekend at number five, but the bad news is that their quarterback, Hendon Hookers, tore his ACL, which means he is out the rest of the season. He is a senior. He transferred from Virginia Tech, so he is still eligible for the Heisman Trophy, but he's just going to have less games now to prove himself, um, so that's going to be harder than expected. And speaking of college football, the top five has changed this weekend with Tennessee's loss. So Tennessee moved down to number nine and in its place is number five, USC. The rest does remain the same. So four, TCU, three, Michigan, two, Ohio State, and one, Georgia. Fun fact, this is TCU's first 11-0 start since 2010. So, since I was in college. Wow. Okay, we're not even going to, like, think about that. That's nuts. Now, if there's a game to watch this weekend, it's going to be number two, Ohio State, playing number three, Michigan. Georgia will be playing Georgia Tech, and TCU will be playing Iowa State. USC will be playing number 13, Notre Dame. So we will see how that affects the rankings next week, but definitely keep your eye out on that Ohio State-Michigan game. And as far as World Cup news, the U.S. did play this week, and they played Wales, and they tied. Which, the fact that you can tie in soccer is so frustrating. It is truly so frustrating to me. There should be, oh, I just think that the game should keep going. And this is where I get confused because there are penalty kicks in overtime. So then is it sometimes that you can tie a game and then sometimes not? I don't know. Someone's going to have to explain that to me or Google it. Feel free to correct me because... Now that, like, and I just went on this whole spiel about how I played soccer half my life. I honestly can't remember the differences from when we would go into penalty kicks and when it would stay tied. Truly blocked that out of my head. And finally, so there are three games happening on Thanksgiving. We have the Bills playing the Lions Thursday morning followed by the Giants versus Cowboys in the afternoon. And the last game will be a 7.30 game of the Patriots and Vikings. So with three games on Thanksgiving, that's going to lighten the load for the weekend. That could be a positive. I don't know if, if you're worried about how much football is on the background in your life over the weekend. That kind of lightens the load. But that is the news. And that's all I got. And it's Thanksgiving week. So thank you all for listening. Happy Thanksgiving, and if you haven't yet, leave a review, rate it. This also is going up on YouTube now, so you can subscribe there, do all the things, on Instagram, at Monica Woodhams, and have a great week. Hey.